Hey everyone, welcome back to the Double Click Podcast. Today we begin part one of a series on God's will. Alright, so we're talking about God's will today. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about it in, in this sense. is we When we want to know what God's will is for our life. We have a decision coming up. We've got something that's going on. There's something major sitting on us. We've got to pick which way to go. And we want to know what God's will is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so this happens often in life, I think. I think a lot of times we hit a place, and a lot of times where it hits us is when uh, we have to make a major life-altering decision. Mm-hmm. Do I switch jobs? Do I buy this house? Right. Do I go to this school? Do you remember? Let me, let me ask this question. When you were graduating high school, figuring out you were going to go to college, because mm-hmm. you and me just got, that was the path God had for us. We both went to college. Did you have this like super senior pressure as a Christian in high school that God was going to have a burning bush experience to tell you which college to go to? Yeah, I think I think I did, and it was it was always liberty, right? It was always, it was, always liberty. it was everybody every you know Christian that's going to go into ministry or, or wants to do something like that. It's it's liberty. No, just kidding. But but yeah, I think we we all face these these things at different parts in our life to go. Hey, I'm I'm at a I'm at a crossroads. Do, is it left or right? Is it forwards or backwards? Yeah. What's God's will? He's obviously got he he's got. Under, like those little shuffling cups, you know, he's oh, got he's got the yeah. right one, and I've just he's shuffling them around, and I've got to pick the right one. And so, what's his will? And if I pick, if I choose poorly, it's all going to fall apart. And if I choose wisely, then everything will be fine, right? Yeah, you know. So when 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 I got my master's, this was actually like my final project before I graduated mm-hmm. was actually on God's will. Mm. Like I wrote, I forget, it was like a thirty or forty page paper, basically discussing on how God's will works extra biblically within the life of the believer. Like when you come to these decision points, like how does that work? Um, Now the thing is, is that was like 15 years ago. So I can't remember most of that, but uh, where we want to get with this is we want to kind of do a multiple part series Mm -hmm. because the big question everybody's asking is how do I know when God is directing me to make these, for lack of better phrasing, earthly decisions? Mm -hmm. What school do I go to? Who do I marry? Mm -hmm. All these things. But really, you have to put God's will in a grander context. That's right. Because we are talking about it not within the scope of the entirety of humanity and human existence. We're talking about it with you as the individual believer. What is God's will for my life? Mm-hmm. And so if we're going to answer that straight out, um, we got to say something pretty bold right at the beginning, and then we'll kind of dive into it a little bit more. We have to understand that when we ask that question as believers, most of the time, if I'm going to be really honest, we're asking it about incredibly earthly and temporal things. Yeah. yeah. Real, right? Yeah, and we and I think we talked about this our last podcast with perspective and shifting in and if it's me centric. And I think sometimes we we oftentimes and I'm guilty of this tackling God's will. And again, I know this is for us to go, hey, I have a decision or I'm facing something that that's that's affecting me, but oftentimes my understanding of God's will puts me right at the very center of that universe yep. and goes, what is it for me is really what I'm asking. Yep. And I think sometimes what you're getting at is we we need to take a step back and go, God's will is, yes, it affects every area of our life, but where we get into this tight kind of, uh, is it the left move or the right move, is when we become too me-centric focused yeah, of, of his will. And just instead of taking back this grander view of going, 
okay, God has got a grander picture of something that's going on. Where do I fit within that element of his will? And and there's a lot of times, like like for me, I've started to realize when I start to play this game of, okay, God, which path do I choose? Mm-hmm. Um, if I really break it down and analyze it, I'm just trying to get God to bless a financial risk mm. or a Some type life-based, of yeah. life-based investment yeah. that basically only affects me. Yeah. It's like a me and my family type thing. And so what I'm doing is I'm stressing over this, what I feel like is this grand decision. And all of a sudden I'm trying to just get God to kind of sprinkle this blessing across yeah. whatever this risk yeah. is. Yeah. And I think oftentimes if we're, if we would be honest, there could be a bending of, Hey, I, what's your will left or right? I really hope it's right though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we, 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 we already kind of have our mind made up to go. <laughs> It, it writes pretty sweet. Left looks a little rough. So, how can I justify to go God's will? Yeah, oh, and it's right. Let's go there. And that gets, starts to get dangerous because, like, there's a lot of times I've been in that decision path where I want it to go this way, and the beneficiary is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. It's like, oh, this is a better life situation, so I need to do it now. Mm-hmm. And so I'll leave wisdom and genuine spiritual like analysis out of it, and I'll start to scripturally justify yeah. me getting what I want, yeah. right? Yep, God's going to work it out for, yeah. for my good. Yeah, and yeah. then we'll, the, my favorite one, we'll lift the doors open, Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> like type mentality. Oh, this this opportunity suddenly arose. And there's a lot of times when I analyze that I'm, that I'm overly focused on an earthly decision, my analysis of it will come down to if this opportunity wasn't there, would I be trying to make it happen? Hmm. Like that's one of the analysis I give within myself. But we're going to dive a little bit deeper into... How do we handle those earthly decisions on the next part of this? Yeah. Okay. So if you're sitting here going like, I've got one of those decisions. I want to know how to make it. That's going to be in part two. Yeah. But first you have to listen to part A. Yeah. Because the reality is this, and this is going to sound a little bit, um, I'm, I'm going to try and verbalize this where it's an ouch and a little aggressive. Um, and then we're going to explain it. But here's the deal. God cares more about where you're at spiritually and morally than he does about what house you buy, who you're going to marry, or where you work. Mm-hmm. Right? And so here's here's the reality of God's will. I would say 90 to 95% or more of the believers seeking God's will should be done on the basis of what you need to change spiritually, mm-hmm. not what earthly decision you need to make. That mm-hmm. Those earthly decisions need to be put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. Because in the sight of God, those are not as important as to morally and spiritually decisions you're making. Well, and I think too, Matt, you can't make solid earthly decisions without having a solid spiritual foundation. Absolutely. So meaning if you if you are concerned about the back burner things and the earthly and the temporal things, if you're putting those things first uh, you're you're really just setting yourself up ultimately for failure in the long run because yep. again, God's major concern for us is for us to know Him, for us to glorify Him, for us to know who we are in Him, um, and then once we have that solid, honestly, I think that relationship unlocks us to think clearly on who do I marry, where do I move, yeah, where do I absolutely. like because because we are so focused on Him and what His purpose is for us and knowing who we are in Him that it kind of helps clear the fray of everything else for us to make those secondary Absolutely. temporal decisions. And and that's where that's where we get trapped a lot as f- fallen humans. Yeah. Like we we will get into this trap where we're so focused by what's around us 
that we're not paying attention as much as we should be to our personal walk with God mm-hmm. until one of these major decisions pops up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like we don't have the foundation of that walk with God that's been sound and rooted that leads to helping us us being guided through those decisions to where they suddenly become a lot more clear. So instead, we're backtracking yeah. and we're just throwing these Hail Mary prayers up yeah. of like, hey, God, show me something. And you haven't even trained yourself how to listen to God and yeah. the Holy Spirit, right? Yeah. And there's a lot of times, like, as a pastor, you know, I'll I'll get a prayer request of, like, hey, we've got this heavy decision. I'm not saying that's bad. I mean, there are those heavy decisions. Mm-hmm. So hear me clearly. If you've, if you've done that, we are saying, like, you want to pray through things, you want to do that. But if you don't have the basis already there yeah. of your walk with God, you're missing this whole concept of God guiding your life. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. I mean, there's been situations in my life where things pop up. And if I'm not where I need to be, you know, focused spiritually, it does feel like that Hail Mary, I'm scrambling, God, give me the answer. It's a pop quiz. Is it is yeah. it A or B or C? Yep. Which, which is it? And I'm scrambling. Whereas if I am focused daily walking with the Lord and, and going, Lord, in the grander scheme of things, what's your will for my life? Who do I need to be in you? When those moments, those pop quiz moments in life pop up, I feel more prepared for them because I'm already, I've already got that foundational relationship yeah, working with him, and it's not this kind of surprise. Hey, you got to pick an answer, you know. Yeah, and and that's and that's that's uh, if if you're really processing through this and really digging digging deep into yourself, like introspectively on what you need to change. If you're concerned about living within God's will, then understanding that God is more concerned about that habitual sin mm. than the house you buy, the job you work, mm. the investment you're getting ready to make. That's a big understanding. Like, that's what you need to be worried about most right now. Yeah. Is about how are you going to handle this relationship with God versus how am I going to be okay with this decision 10 years from now? Mm. Well, how are you going to be with the moral decisions you're making for eternity? Mm, Exactly. (laughs) You know? And I think that's where when you start to understand that context of God's will... When we get into the Hail Mary phase, we'll say it. And mm-hmm. I don't I don't mean that in the Catholic sense. I mean that in the football sense. Right. Like you're just taking a last-minute <laughs> shot. I'm yeah. sorry. I got really confusing on what was the, the basis uh, of this podcast all of a sudden. Um, but when you get into that sense of you're trying to make that decision and you're just throwing that up there, here's what gets really funny. When you start to look at the source of how God communicates his will to you, if you're just throwing it up there and you haven't been paying attention to your relationship with God, then you're looking for a burning bush experience. You're looking for a outside of normal, super revelation, clarity, mental breakthrough message from God to dictate the decision you need to make, right? right. You want that writing, literally writing on the wall. Exactly. You, know? like you like, want to see it. And that's what happens with it. And so when we take and ignore this first part of God's will, we also ignore the primary source that God communicates his will to us, which is through his word. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. because just like I would say, ninety to ninety-five percent, and I would, I'm trying to be conservative here. I would actually push that way higher. <laughs> like I would, I would push that into the ninety-nine point nine, possibly, because I think within daily life decisions, the Holy Spirit guides you, and the Holy Spirit never disagrees with God's word. But if you're understanding that God's primary concern is your heart mm-hmm. and your relationship with Him, then the source of knowing God's will becomes His word. Yeah. And that's that's crucial. That's mm-hmm. absolutely adamant. And so when somebody comes and asks me the question, well, what's God's will for my life? I hand them a Bible. Yeah. 
Like this is it. This is how God wants you to live and act and think and move. He wants you. This is it right here. This, this is the story of God and him and man. And you take this, know this, learn this, pray this. And all of a sudden your life will start to be shaped into what God wills for your life. And there's no scripture in there you know, the book of Justin that you turn to chapter whatever, and it says, hey, at this day, at this time, he made this decision. Because God's will isn't so, you know, isn't so micro-focused on Justin. Absolutely. It's this, it's like we've talked about at the beginning of the podcast, it's this grander thing that has existed since before time, that he has had a purpose in place. Yep. And that's, that is the will of God that we need to be jumping into daily and jumping into that flow um, not, I think when we, when we talk about God's will, again, not trying to backtrack, but we, we jump into such specific earthly, temporal, me specific things that we forget that, that God's will in a, it, the sense of it is so grand. Yep. It's so broad. It's so big from the beginning of time, since before time, he's had a plan and after time he has a plan. And so we can't, we can't just jump into these God's will is only specific to this decision or this thing that I'm facing. And so, again, stressing this point that we're trying to make to go, step one is to recognize God's will for us is for us to know who He is and who we are in Him yeah. and what His Word says for us. And that that is step one. But beyond, before we can get to anything else, yep. we have to understand that. And that and that's game changer. Like, so let's say you're listening to this and you're in one of those states. Let's, let's go with a job example. Um. You currently have a job, you're looking for a job, and day in and day out, you have this weight on your shoulders that you need to be able to find this next job, whatever it is, and it's, like we talked about, it's just it's just sitting on you. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, it has caused you to go, okay, I really need to find this. Like, I've got to figure this out. God, can you show me what this is? Then all of a sudden, you're in a place where you're supernatural, you're looking for that extreme supernatural interaction mm-hmm. where God's voice shouts down from the heavens, the doors open, and this yeah. is the path. And also, you have a 100% guarantee. Yeah. You know, you want to take the faith out of it. You want the 100% guarantee that this is exactly what you need to do, and there's not going to be any negative consequences. And it puts you into this position where all of a sudden you start grasping at worldly wisdom bumper stickers and proof text Bible verses, right? We used to call them in my house signs. You look for signs, right? Like, Lord, give me a sign that this is what... And so when that car goes by you on the street that's like... Take the job. You know, it's like, yeah. oh, that's that's a sign from God that yeah. I need to take that job. Oh, yeah. And- well, I mean, like my favorite church, I'm not a big fan of church signs and things to write on, but my favorite one I've ever seen was, if you're looking for a sign from God, this is it. Mm-hmm. Type deal. Yeah. You know, I remember driving by that one going like, whoa, have I been looking for a sign? Right. When I was like 17. It was, it was hilarious. <laughs> but that that's where that ends up. And so it ends up being this um, Band-Aid spirituality mm-hmm. that actually puts a lot more stress on you. Because mm-hmm. even after you've made the decision, you don't have that supernatural revelation that happened. So then you just continue to question the decision yeah. or you become defensive in justifying the decision. Mm. Right. Yeah. Well, I had to make this cause you know, it's just, it's just, and then you use the, the phrase that nobody can answer because that's where God was leading me. Yeah. You know, and that can get dangerous as well. Whereas if you take the other side of this, where you stop with that weight and you start to realize the bigger weight is on you and your relationship with God. Because once again, Scripture tells us over and over again, do not worry about what you're going to eat, what you're mm-hmm. going to wear, how you're going to live That's your right. life. Your Heavenly Father knows those things. Right. Focus on Him. Right. 
And if you do that, all of a sudden, that decision gets put into place. Well, and ultimately, again, I don't want us to get ahead in our in our series here, but like understanding what we're what we're trying to say and what you just said, don't worry about these things. Know your Father, know His will, know who you are in Him. Matt, ultimately, that unlocks a freedom mm-hmm. in us as a believer to go, this is my Father's world. So regardless... Yeah, and, I, and again, please hear me. I'm not saying don't be prayerful in your decisions and don't think that, that God doesn't care about you and in, in the decisions and choices that you make. But I think ultimately the thing that unlocks for us is if we are connected with Him spiritually and we understand the grandeur of His will and our place in that and our relationship with Him as a believer, this is our Father's world, and we have the freedom to get this, really make any decision, as long as it doesn't contradict Him or His Word, Ooh. to go... Hey, should I go left or right? You know what? If I'm honoring him, I bet either outcome. If I'm honoring him and I'm and I'm putting him at the forefront and I'm walking in a spiritual place yeah. with him, he can be honored in A or B. And Absolutely. so and so I have the freedom as a believer to go what works for my family and and, I, and now I'm not in these scrambles of like is it this sign or that sign or this this option or that option? It's make a choice. Yeah. And and as a believer, I have the freedom in Christ to make that choice. Again, I don't want to get too far ahead because I know we talked about... No, we're, we're, we're going to get there. And actually, you know what? Here's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to stop right now because this is going to be part B um, <laughs> of this. This is, this is going to be next week. What we're going to talk about is assuming we've got all this in context, that we understand that the primary desire God has on our lives is to know Him and to yeah. be more like Him. Yeah. And to do that through his word, that's the number one way he reveals his will to us. And if we have that taken care of, then how do we deal with these earthly decisions? Right. That's what we're going to talk about next week. Justin hinted at it right now. I'm going to stop him. I'm not going to let him talk anymore because he's so dead on to where we're heading next week that I'm excited to dive in. Thanks for joining us again today. Once again, just to reiterate, understand that God's will for your life is to know him and know him through his word. That's right. And so with that, that's what we want you to focus on. And next week, we're going to talk about what do you do with all these earthly decisions that we have to make? Well, how do you do that? What is God's will for those type of things? Those things we kind of avoided today because we needed to get step one. We're going to talk about those next week. If you have questions, comments, you can send an email to matt at richfork.com or justin at richfork.com. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.